Welcome to Funding the Dream on Kickstarter. I'm Richard Bliss, the host. You're listening to episode 167. And, you know, I don't have any special announcements. I did just recently attend the uh, crowdfunding symposium in uh, University of California, Berkeley. A very interesting, fascinating uh, discussion for me to be up there and meet with people from all over the world who are focused on crowdfunding. They're all talking about equity-based crowdfunding. Nobody really – they talked about Kickstarter a little bit, but it's all about equity, how everybody's going to get rich because you want to give people their your money so they can invest it in their business and you have no idea how you're going to get your money back. Supposedly, this is a business plan that everybody's excited about. I quite – not quite – catching the attraction of that, but I tended to keep my mouth shut and sat on my hands during that conference. I don't always do that. But let's get right into my guest. My guest um, is uh, Roger Hicks. He runs a site that if you're a gamer, you're probably familiar with called, Roger, what's it called? <laughs> Todayinboardgames.com. I had it in front of me and I realized I moved the screen, todayinboardgames.com. <laughs> and, and you created that because, Roger, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here with you. Um, I'm thrilled to have you because uh, we've been exchanging and corresponding back and forth. And uh, your website, todayinboardgames.com, uh, I love your tagline. What's your tagline on that? It, it's the best in board games in five minutes or less. That's right. Best in board games in five minutes or less because we just don't have the time. We have time to play games, but we have the, don't have the time to do much else, do we? Exactly, and the goal was to kind of allow people to, to keep up to date on what's going on um, without having to spend their whole day on it. So, Exactly, which is why our little uh, podcast here usually stays within that 20-minute window because, and you know, I get more compliments on that than anything else, that uh, that 20 minutes is, seems like perfect. Um, and that's kind of how you and I met, right? Yeah, actually, I uh, I – I stumbled across your podcast, and I can't even recall where I found it from. But um, oh, I'm everywhere. Stumbled across it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, ev- I'm everywhere. <laughs> well, it, and I, I hear you're you, you're talking about uh, you know being all over the place, and that's that's a great strategy. So, um, yeah, I, I, I stumbled across your podcast. Uh, really enjoyed it, and uh, went back and downloaded all the old episodes and listened to them from number one all the way through. So, I think I found it about episode one thirty. Oh and, my. Uh, Oh, that's and, a, yeah, I went back and listened to all the back episodes. <laughs> really and now enjoyed you, them all. Thank and you. you're based in uh, – well, I appreciate that. Uh, that's a lot of time that you and I have spent together with a one-way conversation of me talking and you listening. So now I think yeah, – I feel like I know you really well. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, as, and uh, sometimes it, it's amazing. You know, when I started this podcast, it's been uh, we're coming up on two years now, uh, next month, and – Never done a podcast, and uh, you know this is episode 167. That's a lot of time that I've given, right? And a lot of time that you've given, and, and all our listeners who are listening, who are just like you, who have find that time and and something that's been useful. So it's been as shocking to me as it as it is to anybody. So I appreciate. Well, well worth every second. Thank you. I well, thank it. you. But you uh, you reached out to me because um, based on some conversations that kind of I've had and that, and I saw that you were doing. Uh, we did something interesting. Now, this was um, – you've created something called – you call it B4B or Back for a Buck, which is I really like that tagline. Tell us a little bit about what this idea is about Back for a Buck when it comes to crowdfunding and Kickstarter projects. Well, the uh, the Back it for a Buck challenge started in September, and, and the challenge was – it was a totally voluntary thing that we kind of put out there in front of the board game community that um, the, the challenge was to back 10 Kickstarter projects – for a dollar a piece, ten more than what you would normally do, whatever that was. Some people had never backed before. Some people backed a lot of projects, but the idea was to add ten new projects and back them for a dollar each. 
And uh, you could obviously back them for more than a dollar if you really wanted to support that project. But the goal was to mostly show the project owners that, hey, we're behind you, the community's behind you. And uh, even if we can't support your game for the full amount and get a copy of your game, that we still want to show you that, you know, we're adding that support to your community and uh, and trying to help your project look um you know, more appealing to other backers who might come along. And uh, it, so that was kind of the impetus behind it. And I know backing for a dollar gets you listed on the uh, – you get subscribed to the updates on the project. And so that's been a big benefit. I know uh, a lot of the project owners I've talked to um, that participated in the uh, challenge were really glad to have those dollar pledges come in because a lot of them ended up converting into full pledges by the end of the project just by seeing the updates. And And really that's what – and I've talked about this before on the show, and, I, and I've talked about it with a variety of people on the Facebook groups, on LinkedIn, all the different places that you're going to be – we're having conversations. What's going on here? You, you kind of took this, have started to like, codify it, formalize it into kind of a movement. What's going on here? Why? Because and, – and you and I have talked about this. I'm shocked at the resistance that I've seen of people believing in this kind of simple idea that they're claiming that these dollar backers are a waste of time. So what's going on here? What's your philosophy or thought process behind doing this? Yeah, I mean, we, we experienced quite a bit of resistance. Um, I, I mean, there was a lot of people that were really supportive of the project, but there was several really outspoken people that were not supportive of the project. And I, I think that comes from, uh, you know, a lot of people just view Kickstarter as a pre-order system and, and, when you look at it from that perspective, um, you know people said, "Well, giving a dollar to a project that you're not going to get anything from—that's uh, that's that's treating Kickstarter as if it was a charity, and you know we're not supposed to do that." And that's not really the goal here. The goal here is, you know, game designers and publishers that are taking the time to create a game and go through the process of putting it in Kickstarter, which is which is a very involved process, as anybody who listens to your podcast knows. I mean, it's not something you can just do overnight. Um, you know. If if they're going to take the time and effort to do that to try to reach their dreams, then, then the goal here was to show them that, hey, you know, even if we can't purchase your game, perhaps, we want to be supportive of, of the time and effort that you're putting in and the time and effort that, that you're putting into the board game community. I mean, it, it, helps the, uh, it helps the hobby of board gamers to have, you know, great games out there and, and to have a lot of people that are involved in this community. So, so that was the goal. And that's interesting because that perspective is from the perspective of the – the backer, the the pledge person saying, "Hey, I support you," but there's a there's a a real value that comes because of that activity, right? It's not just a buck because there's a, so there's because what's happening is is that as we know, what happens will show up to back for a buck. Well, well, yeah, I mean, you back for a buck, you you get. Uh... The backer count goes up one on the project, which is probably far more important than the dollar count going up one, but because the uh, the backer is subscribed to the updates then for the project, um, the you know the, everything that the project owner does from that point on, that backer is informed about, and so even though you know they, they might not have the money to back for the full game right then at that point. Um, they're going to be informed of what's going on for that game, both through the end of the Kickstarter project as well as what goes on after that. And uh, it kind of makes a connection, a relationship between the backer and the project owner that wasn't there before. It really does. And, and as I share with other people, it now you have another fan who, if you post something, who's going to either share it on Twitter, Facebook, or, or some other place. They're going to talk about it. It's going to be in their list. There's just the, the ripple effect of even just that small pebble of a dollar – 
the ripple effect for your project. So I'm a project owner. I put it out there. Somebody backs me for a dollar. It's like, okay, as you just said, woohoo, I got a dollar. But what you got is another drop in the pond in all this noise that somebody gave you something that's much more valuable than a dollar. They paid you attention. And in today's economy, it's all about eyeballs and who can pay attention. And one single backer for one dollar is enough to continue to grow your presence, uh, especially when it comes to your next project and that type of thing. So, yeah, I I think it's a yeah, exactly. It's a great. You didn't idea. just get a dollar; you got a you got a fan. So, and that's far more important, I think. And you got access to that fan's network, right? You got to some exactly. degree through them. Um, that that dollar backing continues to do well. And then another thing that we've seen, right? And I've heard people have given me feedback when they've done this is that. These backers aren't showing up and just giving a dollar, right? Yeah, exactly. In, in fact, uh, um, uh, Greg that was running the uh, 404 Law Not Found project, he, he was one of the project owners that was uh, most involved probably in the Back It For A Buck Challenge. And he posted on uh, Facebook about how many of his $1 backers converted into uh, – Multi, you know, Multi-dollar, involved. right. Exactly. And a lot of those, a lot of those did. I'm sorry, I don't have the numbers in front of me right now, but I know a fairly large portion of his dollar backers by the end of the project had bumped up to a full game. In fact, actually, I, I backed his game for a dollar to show support, and uh, but after reading all the updates, I, I increased my pledge to, to get the full game. So, um, uh, yeah, I mean, I know that happens a lot is that, you know, these, these dollar backers, they see what's going on with the project and uh, and they get excited about it and start sharing and as well as they, they may pledge more. So. There's another, uh, there's another thing that comes into this as well. Project owners, bless their souls, run out of things to say, right? They, get, yeah. they, they, they run out of hitting up their friends and family. Hey, back my project, back my project. How many times can you send out a tweet on Facebook? I have a Kickstarter project. Back my project. Yeah, people, exactly. Right? And people just get, they get weary of it, not the – the recipients necessarily of that message, but the person sending it, it, it becomes, it wears you down to constantly be perceived in your mind as begging for money. And one of the things that I've done is teach people is that, right? Don't go ask for money. Asking for a dollar is not asking for money. When you need $20,000 and you're asking people for a dollar, you're not, let's be frank here. You're not asking for money. Yeah, exactly. You're asking for their support, um, and they're being willing to, to share with people and, and, and get on board with, with your vision and, and your excitement. So Yeah, and, they, and, and asking this back buck gives them a, a new way of reaching out to that same crowd with a different message that might resonate. Now, in your case, you've kind of uh, – let's talk about how you've uh, formalized this a little bit. Where did you first create this – how do people find out about this information, about this back for a buck campaign? Well, I actually uh, woke up one morning with this idea in my head. Um, so you didn't go to, I, I didn't go to sleep listening to my podcast, did you? No, don't, don't uh, well, do. I might have. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, um, <laughs> um, no, I, uh, I woke up one morning with this day in my head. I, I went on to Board Game Geek and posted about it, put together a, a, a page on my todayinboardgames.com website, kind of explaining what it was about, and uh, just threw it out there to see if there was going to be any interest. And uh, almost immediately, you know, people started jumping on board. Uh, I got a lot of project owners that were very interested right away. Um, obviously, it makes sense that project owners would be interested in it. But right. uh, but there was a lot of other people as well that were not connected to any project that, that really saw the excitement of, of what was happening and uh, so kind of jumped on board with it. So you put it out on Board Game Geek, and now, so do I have to go 
because personally, and don't tell anybody else, especially gamers, I hate going to Board Game Geek for any reason, okay? <laughs> so yeah, and, and I, I just between you and me. <laughs> so is there anywhere else I could go and find out information if I didn't want to go to Board Game Geek? Yeah, the uh, the webpage, it's, uh, it's todayinboardgames.com and then slash b 4 b challenge. But if you go to todayinboardgames.com, you'll see it. It's in the title bar. I see it right there. So now I click on the board B4B challenge, and that will bring up all the information. Okay. Now, do you track this at all, or is this just kind of on your, on your honor type thing? I, I tracked it all, and I'll be honest, I did it all in just a spreadsheet for, for the month of September, which, which – you know, when we wrapped up that, I, I tracked it all. And uh, my goal, probably going forward, if if it continues to be popular, is to probably create a website that will that will allow people to you know voluntarily join the challenge and and track which projects they're uh, they're backing as part of the challenge. But uh, you know, during the month of September, we had we had 30 people accept the challenge. We had 19 of them finish by backing all 10 projects for at least a dollar. And uh, there was a total of 256 one dollar pledges that were made as a result of the the back for buck challenge. So that's I, I think it's pretty significant. So and so d- is it an ongoing thing or did you do it like for the month of September? We're going to do this one campaign and and. Uh... Well, we, we tried it out for the – I mean my thought was I'll try it out for the month of September and see how it goes. And when I saw how big of a response there was, I mean, again, we got quite a bit of backlash too. There was a lot of people that didn't like it, but there was a lot of people that were really on board. Guess what? Was, they don't listen to this podcast, so I can clear – I can <laughs> I can easily say they're idiots, all right? They're just – they're idiots, and I know I won't offend them because they're not listening. So, all right. So I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt, but those guys – No, no, no. I, that's I, fine. It just makes yeah, me I mean, shake my head and – Scratch my head and just say I don't get I don't get it. But so you did it for September. We did it for September. Uh, it, it was popular enough that that I've gone ahead and, and started it up again for October as well. Um, I, I may I'm, I'm considering dropping the the ten pledges a month to down to maybe five just because there was several people that responded that you know ten was a few too many for them to keep track of um, just because you get so many updates. In your your email then, and and it's you're diversified enough that people are having trouble keeping track of that. So I may scale it back a little bit, but the uh, the premise has been well supported, and uh, I I think uh, people are really enjoying it. So I, I can understand that. I set two, set a five and a ten. I like the ten. The ten's a good number. Ten bucks a month uh, to commit. I, I like that idea. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, right now, I'll I'll pledge. I'll pledge that in the month of October, I will back ten projects. Hey, and, good deal. Glad to have you on board. And if anybody's listening and you want me to back be one of your projects, feel free to tweet me, and uh, uh, it'll we'll we'll do the first ten people who tweet me. It'll be first come first serve, and we'll do it next month again. Because I think it's just a I think it's just a great idea, and I really appreciate you know the community, the board game community is really good in that way, isn't it? Uh, where somebody says, you know what, I I can make a difference here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And people came around. In fact, I actually had uh, uh, James Math, who uh, who also posts a lot of stuff about Kickstarter. Um, he he volunteered to supply some prizes to the finishers of the uh, September contest or challenge. And uh, uh, Matt, that's running the uh, Glamazons Curse of the Chainmail Bikini campaign, he's uh, offering a couple copies of that game uh, as well. So we had we had uh, project owners and and uh, you know. James runs minion games and stuff. We had people step up and actually offer, hey, I want to support this by offering some prizes to people who finish, and that was great. So, Well, I don't know. What prize could we offer? Let's offer a prize. Let's come up with something, Roger. What do you think? What should we offer? Um, 
How about a guest interview spot on your podcast? That, uh, Whoa, okay. <laughs> we can, let's do that. So okay. we're, we're going to – so what are the rules of this contest? What are the rules of this contest? You have to back 10 projects in the month of October. Yep. For a buck. Yeah, yeah. That's voluntarily, and it's on your honor that, that you've backed them. I mean, there's. Oh, no, no I'm going to go check. Okay, all right. Well, <laughs> right. well I mean, uh, you can check. That's fine. But, um, but, but the, the idea is I, I haven't gone back and confirmed that all 256 of those people were totally honest about it, but I think they yeah. were because these people are excited. They are. So. And, and we don't have to confirm all 256, we just have to confirm the winner. Okay. That's Sounds right. good. <laughs> that's right. Okay, so so there you go, audience, uh, podcast listening audience. The challenge is is that I'm going to I'm going to do it. Ten projects, a buck each, month of October. If you pick up this challenge that Roger has put together, that you can go to todayinboardgames.com and do the B for B challenge. If you succeed in backing ten in the month of October, we will pick one of you randomly between Roger and I. You cannot be a relative. You are uh, ineligible to win if you're a relative or any way employed by Roger or I. And that narrows it down <laughs> pretty good. Um, we will pick one of you and have you on the show, and we'll talk about what projects you picked, why you did it, and we'll talk about your, your project. I, I like that idea. What do you think? Yeah, that sounds great. That, that'll be a lot of fun. That will be a lot of fun. Well, Roger um, – I know that you've got uh, you're off to uh to a concert with your wife and uh so you're in your now you've got eight kids who's watching all those kids while you're gone <laughs> Well uh Nana my my mother is uh is taking on the responsibility and my aunt Kate so they they, they do a good job there they can be a handful to keep track of but they yeah. they've got it down pretty well so. It takes two you got to bring in two to make that thing work. So, well, I certainly appreciate uh, you taking a, a few minutes uh, to talk to us about this great idea and stepping up. Uh, it's great to see this kind of contribution in the board game community. But you know what, Roger? It's also Kickstarter continues to be influenced and guided by the board game community. We continue to teach people things that they never knew. Kickstarter really. It's kind of it was kind of a new idea. Uh, advertising was first done by board gamers for their Kickstarter projects. Stretch goals were first done by board gamers, and now this back for a buck concept I think is something that applies far beyond simply the board community on Kickstarter. Yeah, I actually had um, when I posted about this to some of the Kickstarter groups, um, I actually had uh, people from the role playing community because this was, the back for a bunk challenge was specifically targeted towards board games. But right. I had people from the role playing game community, people from the the, the video and movie production community, and say, "Hey, I wish there was something like this for uh, you know for our part of Kickstarter." So that's right. <laughs> anyway, well, that, that was that was pretty interesting. But. We're at the ground floor of something great. <laughs> okay. Well, I appreciate it. I'll let, you, I'll let you go. Thanks, Roger, very much for uh, being with us. Well, Richard, thanks so much for having me on. I appreciate it. You've been listening to Funding the Dream on Kickstarter. My guest has been Roger Hicks. He is the creator of Back for a Buck campaign of backing 10 projects in the month to, for a dollar to support uh, Kickstarters. You can find out more information on todayinboardgames.com. I always ask as a listener that hopefully you've heard something inspiring. Well, guess what? I know. I don't even have to ask you because this is inspiring what Roger's done and stepped up to do. I'm looking forward to seeing your inspiration out on Kickstarter so we can help you fund your dream. Thanks for listening. Take care.